0: Welcome to Content Folks, a content marketing podcast that will teach you absolutely nothing about content, but maybe a little something about the folks behind it. I'm your host,
1: Fio, and here is today's guest. I'm Rosie Campbell. I'm a content writer, freelancer. I specialize in B2B SaaS content, uh, long form, so I do a lot of blog posts. And you might know me from LinkedIn as well. I tend to post quite a lot on LinkedIn. So that's sort of where you can find me usually. What would eight-year-old
0: you say about this career path? Is this what she thought you would end up doing?
1: Kind of, yeah. I mean, I don't think she saw the B2B software stuff coming. But yeah, I, I wanted to be a writer. I remember exactly the moment as well. I was in English class at school and we were reading this book called Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Nim, which if you haven't read it, it's the most fabulous children's book. And I had this very distinct feeling of, I want to do that. I want to be the person writing these books. And okay, so it didn't quite work out like that, but I am still writing. <laughs> Did you try to write books? No, no way. I'm far too lazy. <laughs> Two, three thousand words, that's my. That's long enough. I don't know if the world needs another novelist, to be honest. There seem to be quite enough. But on the other hand, you never know. Never
0: say never, right? Maybe that's a future career evolution for you. But for now, let's switch away from work, work, and talk about another type of work. What household chore
1: or DIY activity do you really enjoy? Not many. I do love to cook. I love to cook for people. Although I enjoy that slightly less because as a parent, I have been making the same four things for the last nine (laughs) years. So in general, I love to cook. I love to feed people. DIY, no, you don't want me doing DIY. (laughs) DIY.
0: ever at all. I sense a story here
1: somewhere. No, no story. Just I'm just very uh, incompetent about things like that. I'm not a practical person, shall we say. I'm a, and a very appreciative observer of other people doing DIY. And chores, I used to hate all chores always, but I have discovered a secret, which is that now I am allowed to listen to audiobooks while I do chores, which has had the weird result that I now like start to make up. Oh yeah, I need to kind of, I must clean that. So that's been my life hack.
0: Speaking of some other chores, laundry. Do you have one item of clothing you'd be very sad to shrink in the wash?
1: Yes, I do. So normally I'm not somebody who enjoys shopping or buying clothes at all. In fact, I hated it a little bit, but last year was the first year that my business went pretty well and I decided I was allowed to treat myself. So I bought a completely impractical green dress off shoulder. And I think I've worn it once, but it's so pretty and it was very expensive and I love it. So that, that I would be sad to shrink. <laughs> it's a treat. But why did you only wear it once? Because it's pretty fancy. Uh, I don't go to a lot of fancy things, really.
0: Yeah, I guess you can't just like go shopping in a
1: dress. <laughs> it's tempting. It's te- I mean, I think you can, but you're making a certain sort of statement about yourself <laughs> if you're in the supermarket in a cocktail dress, you know. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. You
0: said that you enjoy cooking. So
1: what's one dish you love that you could make without looking at the recipe? Spaghetti bolognese. My mom is the the cook in the family and my dad is forbidden from cooking. He's good, but he's he's just, he's messy, (laughs) basically. But the one thing that he is allowed to make and therefore made for us every week, every Friday night, he made us spaghetti bolognese, which I know is not apparently i believe in italy you don't eat bolognese sauce with spaghetti this is a very weird english version of italian food but that is what that is what i know how to make without a recipe i make my dad's very unauthentic ragu that's a family recipe it works it's comfort food it's total comfort food so that one or a tortilla spanish omelet as well cuz my spanish friend i've been living in madrid now for 18 years and she said right you need to know how to this is like how the grandmothers make a tortilla de patatas de verdad the secret is to basically sort of poach the potato and onion in like so much olive oil, very gently. And it's just, oh, it comes out great every time. Mm. I wish
0: I could just have over for lunch, <laughs> not so secretly.
1: Oh, next time you're in Madrid. I can't do it in a very authentic way, I believe. But well, no, I say that I'm getting better at it. There's a lot of controversy about the tortilla here because, you know, there's some people have it with onion, some people not with onion, some people like it fully cooked, some people it can never be fully cooked. Spanish people are very fired up about,
0: <laughs> about tortilla. I mean, you're talking to an Italian with opinions about a lot of things
1: food related. I imagine so. I could see your face when I said Bolognese. <laughs>
0: open <laughs> to interpretation. But uh, yeah, there is a particularly controversial one in Italy, which is a spaghetti carbonara, which is essentially spaghetti with pancetta. Do you do it with or without cream? I'm anti-cream, personally. We're not friends anymore. I'm sorry. This is the end of
1: <laughs> Oh, no! <laughs> we just have to cancel the whole thing now.
0: <laughs> if you were invited onto a non-marketing podcast as a subject
1: matter expert, what would your go-to topic be? I was invited onto a non-marketing podcast recently where I was talking about having ADHD and sort of how I've set up my freelance life to accommodate that. I'm recently diagnosed. I was listening to the podcast and I know Tommy Walker said the same thing. So I had the same experience of being recently diagnosed with ADHD and kind of having my entire previous life. Suddenly makes sense. So that's the true answer. I would love to be invited onto a podcast to talk about trashy novels. I am a big fan of really terrible books. The fine trashy novel for me. <laughs> well, I guess I'm talking about page turning genre fiction. So I like uh, fantasy novels, I like detective novels. I mean, I also like great books, don't get me wrong. I used to be a big fan of, of actual books, of like, you know, literature. But I was talking about this recently with a group of fellow freelance writers, and we were confessing that writing seems to have killed our ability to read good books. Oh, so? I don't know. It seems like it's I'm using the same muscle or something. I'm not exactly sure, but I can't sit down and read a book the way I used to. If it's not a a very very easy reading, page turning kind of junky novel, I just struggle. I'm hoping to set up a book club this year and get back into reading books again. But I I've always thought it would be fun to sit around and talk about trashy novels with people who also secretly love them. <laughs>
0: it's kind of like Empty carbs, but carbs
1: nonetheless, you know? And sometimes that's just what you want. That is well put. I also think they are a masterclass in how to get you to read the next sentence. You know, that's the job of the content writer is how can you write a sentence that makes somebody want to read the next sentence? And these books are the answer. I mean, okay, the content is pretty different and they have an advantage that they can be a lot more creative, imaginative, whatever, than we can be. But maybe I will set up this book club to be, yes, let's talk about the books we're embarrassed to admit that we read.
0: I think a lot of people will just come out and enjoy talking about trashy things. Yes, I love it. What's a song that's guaranteed to put you
1: in a good mood? Oh, there are so many. Son of a Preacher Man by Dusty Springfield is probably one of them because it's like my karaoke song, I guess. I to sing along to it. I used to listen to it in the car with my childhood best friend when we were on holiday. Would you like to demonstrate your karaoke prowess? I would not. I would not. (laughs) I tried. I promised myself I was not going to sing or rap on this podcast. I am doing singing classes, though, again. I have a hobby, which I'm very excited about. Nice. Is it like on your own? Yeah, I have a singing teacher. I used to sing as a kid, teenager, and then just didn't for years and years. And realized that I'd sort of spent a lot of time either working or parenting. So this is my little moment in the week that's just for me. For no practical reason, you know, just for fun. That's very nice.
0: If it makes you happy, that's, that's a good enough reason. If you were to win an Academy Award, a
1: major award, what would that be for? Academy Award for Best Director. Because why not? That would be fun, right? I was a theatre kid, total theatre kid, and did theatre studies A-level. And we had to write and direct an original piece of theatre. And I just loved it. I love that feeling of, oh, I don't know, helping people get out of their own way and just be who they wanted to be in front of an audience it was deeply satisfying (laughs) and then I was talking about this with my husband and my son over dinner last night and I said I was thinking about saying best direction my son said oh yeah because you like the boss people around (laughs) so (laughs) so there's that as well
0: (laughs) best director it is quick one what color do you want the thumbnail for this episode to be and why the specific color choice at this point in time
1: i outsourced this question to my son who chose turquoise because it is and i quote cool (laughs) (laughs) i actually really like it as well for no particular reason apart from i don't know sunny days i guess and finally rosie we know you as a content person what makes you a content one I've been thinking about this question. I think I am a pretty content person these days. Um, which was, I was kind of pleasantly surprised because the word content, I'm never sure about. Do you want to be a content person? Um, uh, sounds quite like static somehow. But anyway, I'm afraid it's very cheesy answer. But yeah, friends and family, I think. At the moment, it's cold outside, so I think it would make me feel very content to be sitting by the fire with some loved ones and my dog and maybe a glass of wine. That would make me feel pretty content right now. And having something to do in my brain, I, I like a challenge as well. I get you know discontented if things are too easy.
0: Thanks for listening to Content Folks. Today's episode was brought to you by Trashy Novels, Tortillas de Patatas, in completely impractical green dresses. Thanks to Rosie for coming over, and to Layla for producing and editing the episode. Until next time.